Good evening. I'm back. So I wasn't here last week because I was in Missouri in Silver School. And you know what? There is really not much better than living in Amish country whenever um, there's a crisis in the world. Uh, that was Rich's first time in Silver. It was my third time. My third time. So I wasn't watching TV. I wasn't on Facebook all that much. I was oblivious to the crisis going on. And uh, it was kind of nice and relaxing. Uh, but we're home now. And so life has caught back up with us. Everything going on. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight is uh, Nipopo Silver School, my third time. And uh, the COVID-19, what we're doing about it, and uh, what to do with service dogs about it. Okay? So that's what we're discussing. Uh, we're going to start with Nipopo Silver School. Um, it was fantastic. So the first time I went was last February. And then I went again in November. And then I went again um, last week. And every time I go, I get more and more information, uh, which is fantastic. You know, and, and that's one thing I recommend to everybody. Keep repeating. Don't think that just because you heard something one time that you've got all that you can get out of it. Instead, listen to it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. So those of you who are doing our online course, those of you who are in our free, free, free uh, Facebook group for, uh, you know, discussion group for this podcast, uh, you know, which is called uh, Service Dog Training School with Victoria Warfel Discussion Group, you know, we have free units in there. So go through those free units a few times because trust me, trust me, trust me, you are going to pick up things that you didn't hear the first time, okay? And there was there was a few things that were new um, for Silver School. Um, there were repeats of things that were new and there were things that I wasn't ready to hear before just because of whatever I was doing at the time, what I knew at the time that now resonate with me or maybe things that make sense to me now that didn't make sense to me before. You know, so, so there's a lot going on with uh, repeating and repeating and repeating. Even listening to your favorite podcast episode over and over again, uh, you know, watching the online course over and over again, you know, you're going to get so much more out of it by listening to it repeatedly, including that there is bright, shiny sun in my face, and that is so much better. There we go. Yeah, not bright, shiny sun anymore, uh, depending on how far forward I sit. So hello, guys. Hi, Amber and Kathy, and I see Deb's on there, too, and that's the only ones I got notification up, but I know we have more. Oh, excuse me. So, um, so we did silver rich. I felt so bad for him. It was his, it was his first time and there's massive tests every day and then a giant master test at the end. So I aced it in November, <laughs> by the way, aced that one, aced it again. Um, not the daily ones. I got one wrong pretty much each day. One wrong, one wrong, two wrong, one wrong, none wrong. So I... And then I, I aced the final exam. So Michael asked if I could go through the answers for everybody uh, in the class. So I did that. Kept them on track. I cracked that whip. But uh, but it, it was it was fantastic. And you know what? Whenever you go back, 
you don't have the stress because you know you've already done it once it's not bad uh you know your first time it's so much information and when karen went in november and then whenever rich went now we studied ahead of time we went over my notes together okay with both of them i did it with karen and i did it with rich we went over notes together i quizzed them they had kind of been working a bit with Nipopo, but you really need to hear it from Bart and Michael for that to really sink in. Plus, because you block off the entire week to go to school, that is what you are ready for, and the environment is totally set for learning, okay? Uh, you don't have to worry about breakfast, lunch, and dinner because Jackie, who's the host, and her awesome husband, Jeff, take care of breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. So there's none of that to worry about. You know, you if you're in a hotel, you know, maid service comes and cleans your room. So you don't have to worry about that. You just have to worry about getting there, absorbing the information, um, doing the testing, and really starting to understand it. So it, there's homework for it as well, right? So there's homework. And so Rich did the homework. And then all his analogies now have to relate to the homework. <laughs> He's like, well, blah, 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 you know, because of this. And it's super cute, super cute whenever he does that. Uh, and, and he understands it so much more now. And again, like I, I've been doing this for a year. Okay. And part of it is he wants to make sure it's the best for our clients and for the dogs that we work with. Um, but I knew he needed to come. And the only reason he didn't know November is because Karen had already called it. <laughs> so he had to wait until now. Uh, putting silver on our, in the future of our vision board for Kiba. Amber, that, I mean, really... Like I said, I, I, I talk it, I teach it, you know, our in-person school, we cover Nipopo, uh, our online course, we talk about Nipopo, but it is not the same as having Bart and Michael do it. So while do ours, you know, like it'll get you some of that. Cause we, we just did the course last month. Now, granted, Rich was busy, you know, doing all the errands, but, uh, you know, Karen and I taught our service dog Nipopo course last month, the end of February. It was exactly a month ago that we finished up. It was the 21st to the 24th. But it is still not the same as having 40 hours, well, nine until five with an hour lunch. You know, some days we started early, some days we went a little bit later. But it is not the same as being there for 40 hours listening to the masters of Nipopo Teach It. Um, totally worth it. If anybody's on the fence debating should I or shouldn't I, for the love of all that is holy, do it. You will not regret it. It is, it is life-changing. And it's changing for you, it's changing for your clients, and it's changing for the dogs, which is awesome. <coughs> so yes, I've had a cough since February, for over a month now. Um, it is a moist cough, which is super fun whenever you have that phlegm coming out. Um, I actually had seen the doctor right before our service dog training school, and she put me on prednisone, which was so nice. Um, but it's not COVID, okay? So um, Silver School, we had rented an Airbnb. We dubbed it the frat house. Uh, and it's a four bedroom, two bath farmhouse on 200 acres that is about 15 minutes to Jackie's. And the great thing about it is there was a washer dryer. It was a house, right? It was a full house. So there was a washer dryer. So we didn't have to bring laundry for a full week. We brought laundry for half a week and we washed it while we were there. And those... Um, not Tide Pods, but like Tide Pod, you know, a different brand, not Tide Pods. But um, we had the, the um, 
we had those and we had brought them with us so we we had enough to do laundry um gypsy came with us and i've traveled with service dogs for years i've traveled with gypsy we have gone i don't know how many places it it was so great having an airbnb because uh she could run so because we were on 200 acres she could go outside with her e-collar and she could run and play and i could stand up on the um on the porch and watch her run and play rich went down and played stick with her and here's the fun thing about missouri versus florida is in florida here we're on a sand hill okay so we never have standing water on the property unless it's in a bowl okay that's the only place we have standing water because whenever it rains here even when hurricanes come through and it rains for days it just pours right through it because it's on sand it filters it and everything for us in missouri that's not the case in missouri they have mud and stones and so the water the ground was wet the entire time wet and whenever you'd walk on it so poor gypsy got so filthy but she had so much fun and and that's huge because it wasn't just leash walks it wasn't even just long leash walks it was off leash run around and play act like a crazy dog you know spit in circles bring us sticks for fetch bring us her kong for fetch you know run and play and expend okay and why i brought gypsy was it's a week of laying underneath the table so she had been spayed the thursday prior so it was a week and two days after her spay that we decided to go so we brought her in her shed defender her zip up cat suit right we brought her we flew her out in that uh and then she wore that for a day or two out there and then we took it off and um and washed it and you know she she didn't need to put back on she wasn't playing with her incision her incision looked good so she was good you know she didn't need that but we had it with us just in case um but people kept asking why she's wearing it on the plane why she's wearing it you know in pictures and stuff and she was wearing it i mean first because of the spay incision second because i don't want people coughing on her especially this time right i don't want people coughing on her and third it was to cut down on the hair you know for the flight and for the rental car that, those are the reasons why and if anyone did touch her i could just unzip it because i'm not going to bathe her at the airbnb because it's 35 ish degrees out in missouri uh, that week we were there so i don't i'm not going to put her in somebody else's tub you know so be an outside bath Ugh, no thank you but we love staying in the airbnb like i said four bedrooms so uh, we had three, one known friend and two new friends um, got the three upstairs bedrooms and Rich and I shared the downstairs bedroom. Um, but we had a full kitchen, which we didn't use. <laughs> we used the fridge and the freezer. That was about it. Uh, the microwave, I think, to warm up something. Uh, we had, there was a full, big, huge dining room with a huge table. So we got to study there. There was a, a nice living room with a love seat and a couch. So we got to hang out there if we needed to. You know, it was just really nice being my first Airbnb experience. I don't want to go back to hotels anymore. You know, I really like the Airbnb, even though Rich is the one who had to make the bed every day because he likes to make the bed every day. Uh, Amber says, glad we made it to the live again. Quarantine things to do. Watch the lives, all the videos, and listen to your podcast. Amber, you have your priorities in order, girl. I love it. Uh, so yeah, so yay for Airbnb. It was a dog-friendly one, uh, so that wasn't an issue. Um, but you know, for next time we travel, 
Um, I'm just going to, for service dogs, just reach out to them ahead of time and just say I'm traveling with a service dog. Is that going to be an issue? Uh, why is because one of my friends does a lot of Airbnbs. Uh, if you know uh, Raleigh and um, Hades owner, um, or if you know Ralph Raleigh and Hades, um, they do a lot and, you know, they've had some issue with, with one of them just for being, you know, for being a, a jerk person. Um, the owner, not them. So, you know, just as a, a precaution, you know, just, hey, is there an issue with this? And if so, you have it in writing and you can report them that if they say, no, I don't want any dogs there, not even your service dog. Well, you know what, then you're going to be reported because, you know, fun. That's what I can do. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just super awesome. Lots of, uh, lots of great experiences. Rich and I haven't had time alone like that, where it's just him, me and Gypsy in a while. Um, Karen did take, take a week of vacation and she came out here and stayed at the house with us. So Karen and Luke were here, uh, every day. Autumn came out, uh, every morning. So, you know, things we were comfortable and confident that things will be taken care of fantastically while we're gone. Um, but there's still that worry, especially as the world starts shutting down. Uh, we do um, what's called phone jail. So we couldn't, you know, we didn't have access to our phones except for break. So of course, during breaks, I'm getting texts from people saying things like, they're shutting down all domestic travel. What are you going to do when you're stuck in Missouri? Or, uh, you know, they're shutting down the airlines. Or they're shutting down the borders to the states. How are you going to get home? Like, this is not what I need to worry about right now, guys. Um, at all. Thank you. Uh, so that was a little bit scary. Uh, and, and it turns out, yeah, they might be shutting down some. Uh, we were talking, we flew on Allegiant on the way home. There were less than 30 people on our flight on the way home. And we're going from the little Springfield, Missouri airport to little Orlando airport. So it wasn't as bad as if we were flying through a big major airport, but there were less than 30 people on our flight. Uh, and the uh, Allegiant employees, they were talking to Rich, because if, if you know Rich, you know he talks to everybody and everybody talks to him. But the uh, Allegiant employees were saying that uh, they've shut down flights. I think it was or Oregon and Washington State. They've, they've shut down. So I don't know if that means uh, airports up there are shut down or just Allegiant stopped flying up there or what's going on. But, you know, it is scary whenever hey, you're halfway across the country and your kid's here. I don't care that he's 18. He's still my baby. Uh, trying to think what else for silver. We did have a rental car. <laughs> what was it? It was a Chevy Trax. It was so small. Um, you know, I, and it was so small considering we had a Suburban and a Tahoe last two times I've gone. Those are nice. This was not so nice. Um, because we had brought my wheelchair. Um, we each had a luggage. We had Gypsy. I had a carry-on bag. He had a backpack, which we ended up packing, you know, and it just was, oh my. And I brought my wheelchair just in case, uh, you know, we went shopping. We, and we went shopping a couple times, you know, at Walmart to pick up supplies, um, you know, just in case we needed it. I used it myself at the airport so I didn't have to rely on theirs, which was nice because, you know, yucky stuff. Um, what are some things, uh, Amber asked, that you have learned this time that you didn't from the last two times? <coughs> Excuse me. And they use different analogies. 
Um, so some of that was really cool. I'm actually going through my notes. They provide, let me show you. So if you're watching this, you can see it. If you're listening to it, you can't. Um, they provide a, a notebook. So this is my Nipopo Training School notebook. And everyone takes their notes in here, right? Well, most people do, except for me and the people I come with, because what we did is uh, I brought my own notebook. So this is the notebook I brought, and I scribble my notes in there. So then whenever I come home, I can go through and rewrite up my notes. And some, a lot of times it's not going to be a huge, like, uh, because I, I missed a whole thing, but you know, like this time they talked more about the different training collars and why you would use the different training collars, um, which, you know, they've covered before, but they just went more in depth with this. And, um, Bart had a demonstration and had one of the guys pick him up, <laughs> which was so funny, but, uh, that, and then, uh, the benefits of some different things too. So, um, you know, it's just, well, let's try this. You know, they're talking about this this time. Uh, you know, let, let's try it and see. Uh, because sometimes, like I said, you just have to be ready for it. I'm trying to think of what else. They'll talk about, um, oh, yeah, I've got stuff that to work on with Django and with Gypsy and with Candy now, uh, which is great. Because sometimes you're like, I don't know what to work on with them. You know, they're your own dogs. And this is where... I tell people, and Rich hates this, but I don't care. It takes a village to raise a service dog. Because some things I can teach, some things I can't teach my own dog. And, and if you're saying, well, you can teach your own dog anything. I can teach my own dog anything. No, you can't because some things need two people. Okay? If you're doing a block and cover, how, which is, you know, stand in front of you, stand behind you, how do you get the dog to understand that when a person's this far away, I want you to do this without a person. Okay. Um, if you're doing uh, go get help, which I don't use go get help from a random weirdo on the street. I use go get help, you know, go get rich, go get Karen, go get Luke, you know, go get somebody that, you know, uh, I need that person to do that. If I'm doing, hmm, what happens whenever I pass out? If I pass out, I want you to do this. Well, I need somebody there to help because if I'm down and out, I can't handle my dog at the same time. And what I want, what Gypsy's good at is the, um, I just washed my hands beforehand. So rubbing my eyes. Okay. It's not, but it's itchy and it's going to get rubbed. Uh, so I pass out, you're going to stay with me. So you're going to lie along beside me. And while I can help with that, I can't do all of it. Um, if you're going to do uh, panic attack things, like what do you do whenever a panic attack occurs? That is really helpful to have somebody there to help you with that. Um, so, so there's a lot that you need a second person. And then a lot of times if you're too close to it because it's your dog, I don't know what to work on with my dogs. You know, no, like you should have a list of things that you need to work on with your dogs. Um, but it's hard to. And so how I have to do it, it's hard for myself, you know, and I, this is what I do. I'm a professional. So what we do is, is, uh, you know, if this was a client coming to me with this issue, what would I do? And then, then it's easier to answer it. But a lot of times if you're too close to the situation, you can't tell you're not objective, you know, or you'll make, um, 
excuses for it. And you'll say something like, um, well, you know, he was abused whenever he was a puppy, or that's just how he is. Or, well, what are you going to do in that situation? I don't know. I don't know what I do in that situation. Well, it, it helps to have that second set of eyes on it. So, yeah, so I have um, here I starred uh, what to do for Django. So, you know, we've been working on him, and I even wrote down there Django. So I remember um, one of the guys had a great shirt. Well, two of the guys had great shirts. Um, so we're going to be doing those. Um, different wording helps. For example, the Martin system, um, the chameleon, okay, it has animal welfare features. It's the only one that has animal welfare features on their e-collar. Uh, they love the manners minder or the treat and train is what it's called now. Um, he was saying he thinks that's the best thing for dogs. Um, something that we talked about last time is dream, dare, and do it. So how many people, you need to do that. You need to dream things, dare things, and actually do things. Um, and it's kind of the Nipopo way. Uh, but, you know, what I take out of it is one thing, right? And this is the bubble of what I take out of it. What Rich takes out of it is something different. And if we just had those, we would just have our individual bubbles. But whenever we talk about what it is and, and do that, our bubbles expand and grow and morph together to one bigger bubble, if that makes sense to you. So... I, I always recommend talking to people. And here's one of my problems, though, is because I kind of like to do my own thing, and I'm happy to do it here. I have Karen to talk to. I have Rich to talk to. I have Luke to talk to. I talk to Jackie and Michael. And I kind of do my own thing with it instead of, you know, dealing more with the community. And I have my professional woman dog trainers group. But I still, you know, usually get happy doing my own thing and, like, plugging away and then, because we don't have seasons in Florida, we have hot and not as hot, you know, time kind of passes pretty quickly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whoopsie. Um, so, you know, I do want to keep in touch with people a little bit more. Hope you feel better since being sick is not fun. Um, right? Amber. And then Shira, I hope you do good, girl. Um, I saw what you had posted up earlier. Uh, and then Keith was there. So it's nice, too. Uh, going to silver as uh, as a returning gold is because you sit with the other gold, so you get to meet them. You know, you get to talk to them for a week. Um, you know, but it's it's really great because you do get to make those connections. You know, whenever questions come up, you you can answer them, and then you know who these people are on the other side of the uh, the computer screen. So I highly recommend it. That was my third silver school. Rich is first. I told him, I'm like, you need to go back uh, just because you get so much more. Like the second time for me, I got so much more. And I'm like, he didn't talk about this because Jackie Michael always asks. So did you learn anything new? I'm like, well, he didn't talk about this or this. And they're like, yeah, I did. You know, I'm like, well, he didn't do this demo. And they're like, no, that was new. But, uh, but you do miss so much. But when you go back and look at those notes, I mean, I remember my first silver. He said... Went Monday because I looked in my notes and I saw it. He said Tuesday because it was in my notes, but it didn't dawn on me until Bart said it on Wednesday. And I don't even remember what it was about. It was something. And I went back and I looked. I'm like, he said it. He said it. I wrote it down. It just didn't click with me. Do you want to add anything, honey? Rich just came in. No. I just thought it was funny. I remember my first silver. I remember my first silver. Do you remember your yeah, first silver? it was silver? last week. So. Oh, well, that's really good, hon. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, sorry, I walked in on your thing. No, you're fine. What do you want to add? What was your favorite thing? My favorite thing? Yeah. I don't know if I had a favorite. 
Um, it is kind of neat the way it was laid out. Um, uh, things that I thought, well, well, I'm a, you know, I don't need that, and were things that really brought everything together. So, um, we're going to be adding a few things to what we do. Yeah, we are. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so yeah, so sober was amazing. Totally do it. Totally do it. Um, if you're thinking about it, uh, because it will change everything. It's the one that changes everything. And the nice thing about it is, uh, one of the, I'm going to give you a hint on one of the test questions. Okay. So whenever you go, here's a hint on one of them is they don't want Mark, Bart, Bart and Michael Bellin, right? They don't want you to do exactly what they say. Like they're giving you a framework training for anything, right? And this is one of the things I love, but you're going to take it and make it your own. So again, the bubble that I have with it and the bubble that Rich has with it is going to be different from the bubble that you have with it. And that's fine because they want you to take it and make it their own, your own. They don't want you to just mimic them on everything because you can't. Okay, you're going to get a dog, like we have a dog in right now who is a little bit shy, nervous, fearful. And we have another dog in who is a giant goober and doesn't believe in personal space. You know, but just is, is, you're going to handle those two dogs differently, right? And the nice thing with me, Popo, is it gives you the tools to do that. Gives you the options. Gives you the options, lets you know what your options are, why. Um, I remember my first Chad Mackin seminar. I had flown with Zoe out to Arizona for it, up to Tucson. And we're sitting in there, and he says about pressure and release and about how the e-callers go to pressure and release, and it was like a light bulb going off over my head. Wah! And I thought that's why our e-collar stuff is so successful. So we really got good at our leash work and our e-collar, which is great. I started as a clicker trainer, so my clicker is pretty damn good. Um, not that I like to brag and stuff, but you know, it's pretty damn good. But that's the, the neat thing is it takes everything. It puts everything. When do you use this tool? Why do you use this tool? What dog would this, if you have a dog who needs more motivation or concentration, or here's one of my favorites, especially in the service dog community is don't distract my dog. You can't look at my dog cause you'll distract my dog. Baloney, if your dog has a distraction problem, um, if your dog has a distraction problem, it's not a distraction problem, okay? It's a motivation problem. Your dog isn't motivated enough. So you need to get your dog to be trained. You know, don't not train your dog and blame other people for it. That's your dog. You know, your dog must be trained to handle everything, not just... You know, these training situations in my home where my dog's perfect. What does your dog do on the outside? And what do you do now that you're under household quarantine? And you're not supposed to be leaving your house. How are you going to train your dog? Well, you know, we're going to cover that in a second. Especially, what if you just got a puppy? No, shut the door. I don't want we're back here. Oh, you don't? No, that's why it's shut. Okay. Um, do you know where my phone is? I have no idea where your phone is. He loses his phone more than Velma loses her glasses. I swear to God. He also loses his glasses a lot too. So, uh, so what do you do? Say you just got a puppy. You want to train him up for service work and now the whole world's on quarantine. How are you going to socialize your puppy? Okay. Well, first of all, you can still go outside in your yard. Okay. You can still go for a drive. Just don't talk to anybody and, and don't stop anywhere, but your dog can still see stuff. You have a TV that plays stuff. Um, I would not do a 
um, I would not have people come over. Okay. Um, I would not take your dog to Walmart and walk around and say, see, he's a service dog. He's allowed here. And actually we had to go to Walmart yesterday to pick up some groceries. So we did a call ahead, but of course there were things I forgot. So we had to run in real quick. And I did not bring my service dog with me because I don't want people sneezing on my service dog or coughing on him and have to come home and bathe him real quick. Um, so I was going to take Django, but I figured that would be exhausting enough for me to, to hit the store and to get home. And I would have had to put booties on Django and I would have had to give him a bath whenever we got home and wash the booties. And it's just not worth it to me. So I just brought my service human and Rich came with me. Uh, Larissa, I wonder who the goober is, right? <laughs> we have a couple in right now. Um, but what are you going to do if you have a dog who needs training right now? You know, a lot of trainers are not sure what to do. Uh, so there's been talk on uh, the International Association of Canine Professionals um, did a big uh, Facebook Live event, like, you know, kind of like this on Sunday night. And so they had asked me to be on it. So I was on it. I got to talk a couple times. Uh, about what we're doing. Um, some of the people have closed doors. What do you do? Well, you know, they still want to help people with their dogs. So a lot of them are moving to online. So follow your favorite trainer, <clears throat> Dream Dogs, and see what we're doing. Um, we're trying to give information for you to work your dog at home. You know, a lot of people are unemployed right now. A lot of people had to be let go because if you do cutting hours and cutting hours and cutting hours, it'll affect your bottom line for unemployment. Um, you know, the food's getting scarce at, at the stores you know there's not as much of that out there there's less people out what do you do what what's going on and this is just the beginning and they're talking that they might want to you know do the self-quarantine for five weeks you know they're calling out national guard it can be a little bit scary right now and for people who have service dogs where was your phone it was in the kitchen trying to check wait this is a good charger i know it okay he calls chargers good and bad and wonders why they don't want to work for him um, you know, so, so what are you going to do? Well, you can still reach out. <clears throat> what we did is we had a dog come in on Sunday. So we had set up a crate. So we have five acres, right? So you can park and then there's a dog area that's fenced. That's the area right around the house, inside the house area with the fence. That's the dog area. So we put a crate in there in the shade and, uh, Mila came in. So her owner put her in, um, took off her gear and, and brought her gear up and put everything at the table right there. And after he left, you know, I, I stayed in, I, I, we have a storm door right there. So I cracked the storm door down to talk to him and told him basically like, I'll text you and I'll call you um, and do the online course. That was basically what, what we told him. Usually drop offs pretty easy anyway. So after he left, um, Rich disinfected everything. And then he, he gave Mila a bath and brought her in, even though she was just at the groomer the day before. We just wanted to make sure that everything's good. And so when we send dogs home, that is my first thing I'm telling owners is give your dog a bath as soon as they get home and wash everything. So we have a dog going home tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Um, Bo goes home. And then a week from Saturday, we have another dog going home. And they're, they're going to be told this is how we're doing go homes. Um, we are very limiting what we're doing. So we're not doing group classes. Uh, we are going to do a Facebook group class. So that'll be the first one. And what we'll do is hopefully get everybody to have their dog and food, you know, their dog's breakfast, a clicker, any equipment their dog has. And we'll run through a few things, hopefully together, 
or and then they can watch it over and over and over again and see what it is that we're doing. Um, new people can see what it is that we're doing and our clients can see what it is that we're doing. It's not going to be behind a paywall. It's going to be this first one, especially is going to be up on Facebook to show people what it is. Um, we've been putting up video every day. And the nice thing with putting up video every day is Luke got to do the video a couple days ago. I got to do the video yesterday with Rich. So you get to really know all of us and you see that this is what we're like. This is who we are. This is what we do. Um, this is going to go on for a couple days, a couple years, not weeks. Um, that's, yeah, I don't know how long. I don't think we're all going to be in quarantine for that long. I think they'll come up with something before then. Um, but it, this isn't something that's just going to be, you know, gone. So what are people doing? You know, um, I don't want to feed into any scare, scare things and, and doom and gloom because I know we do have um, service dog clients since we do so many service dogs. I know we have service dog clients who are, um, you know, who have anxiety issues and I don't want to feed into that and make it worse. I don't want to make mine any worse either. Um, but you know, what, what are we going to do? So during go homes, during halfways, I think we'll have to cancel halfways and just do them over video for right now. Do our private training sessions over video, which we've been doing for a couple years now. So that's, that's not a huge issue. Um, we've had the option to, you know, and while it's not as great as an in-person hands-on, when you can't get hands-on because of social distancing, you need to figure out what the next best thing is. So the dog who goes home tomorrow, we will set up a crate outside of the dog area by the parking area in the shade. Um, we'll move him to the crate. We'll move all his gear out there in a box, okay? And then what we'll do is his owners will come and pick him up. We will instruct the owners on how to get him out of his crate, uh, how to work him, and we will stay on the other side of the fence on our patio. Um, show them what it is to do. Now, granted, because we have an amazing online course, if they've done the online course, they should be good to go, you know? But there's always going to be those things, or what do you do when he does this? Now, luckily, we had done his halfway session uh, a couple weeks ago before we left, so you know, we've already done quite a bit with them. So that's nice. But you know, we need to be able to transition and to be able to answer any questions. Um, and then like I said, group, is it going to be the hands on group stuff that we usually do? So hopefully, if people are having issues, um, they can get somebody to shoot a video, or set up their camera and do a video or set up their computer and do a video and say, Hey, my dog's doing this, what do I do? And that's usually easy to grab you know, then, then trying to hope that it happens whenever, you know, we're here. Uh, you know, I know people are still taking walks with their dog and I know some of the state parks are closing. So again, luckily I'm on over five acres here, just about five and a half acres. So we've got, I've got the space that I need. Uh, I'm listening to scientists. Oh, Kim, I'm sure you are. I just scare stuff. I'd rather stick my head in the sand <laughs> like an ostrich. Um, because, Again, you know, something I said and people kind of are getting um, offended by some of the memes floating around out there and too bad. Like you need to be able to laugh at things or you're going to have a panic attack and I don't have panic attacks, but um, I can't handle the doom and gloom part of it, which if you know that about me now and you follow me on Facebook, that's why I post what I post is I can't handle that stuff. Um Melissa said, I've been having to give my service dog and training more crate and outdoor time as well to give him breaks from me since I basically have one giant anxiety alert right now. Melissa, 
you've got it. That's yeah. And because you are with your dog 24 seven, that's not healthy for you or your dog. So Django's created up in the other side of the house right now just to get some alone time, you know? Um, and you have to do that even if you just brought home a puppy. Um, if you want to drop your dog off for training, I just told you our protocol for doing it. Like, I won't meet you. Like, if you need to do a FaceTime beforehand or a Skype session beforehand, you know, drop off. But, you know, this is how uh, go home. This is how drop off is going to be because, you know, we want to make sure that everyone stays as healthy as they can. Again, working with service dogs, you know, the people have disabilities and sometimes it's physical and sometimes it's not. And sometimes they're the highest risk for what's going on right now. So what do you do? Do you tell them too bad your dog has to, you know, like jump all over you and maul you and be a jerk? Or do you keep on trucking and we keep on trucking? Kathy says, stay positive for yourself and your dogs. They feel it too. Exactly. Yeah. And, and with that especially... You know, they do. They really feed off of you. Um, Kathy's been posting some great things. She has Chloe and Jada. So if you guys are doing the online course, um, especially the older one had a lot with Chloe and Jada in it. And then we redid a lot of it. So I don't know how much they're in it anymore. But Chloe and Jada are Kathy's. And she's always so positive. I love Kathy. I love it whenever she drops off and picks up. You know, she's a fantastic person. And whenever she sends me texts. So we've, we've been texting, we've been calling, we email, like we moved to the better communication, the digital connection, um, day and age a while ago. I know trainers who don't have smartphones. I know trainers who don't do texting, who tell their clients don't text me. And I can't imagine that because you need that. Oh my God, I hear a clicker going off in there. How great is that? Chloe tore, tore up a stuffed animal the first first in two years. So I'm spending more time training with her. No, that's perfect, Kathy. And, and now's the time to do it. Now's the time to spend time training because you've got the time, but you can't spend hours and hours training either. So it's best in five to 15 minute chunks for beginners. And then older dogs, dogs who understand it usually can go longer. Um, Django, even though he's only a year old, he's a Malinois, so he can handle longer training sessions. But while we do longer training sessions, he also gets downstay time. So he'll get down, stay, you know, with his e-collar especially, so we can back things up easier. Uh, you know, but we'll do those. But, you know, we try to break it up so they get training session, they get potty in the morning, walk. And potty, everything's a, a training session, right? So potty in the morning, walk in the morning, training session, and come when called. And then they're kind of done and they need to snooze for a little bit. So we have brunch and, you know, get some stuff done around the house. Uh, and then around two or three, they get another potty break. So we add in another training session there. Uh, and then, you know, maybe some place time. Maybe we watch TV and we do so on the dog leash. You know, it all depends on what we're working on. Um, for dinner, they work for their dinner as well. Uh, and then they get another potty. And then in the evening, they get another potty. So they get usually well, a few potties a day. Because every time we take them out, they can potty too. And every time we take them out, it's a training session. Nicole's on. Hello, Nicole. Excuse me. Melissa said, I just had a cornea transplant less than 20 days ago, which increases my risk for all this, plus the possibility of rejection. Oh, that's scary, girl. That's super scary. Um, my mom has one lung. She had um, surgery or one and a half lungs. I don't remember which. But she is at an increased risk primarily because of that. 
Um, and then Rich's dad, oh gosh, they're up on, my parents are in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We're in Central Florida. And then his parents are up in Wisconsin, outside Milwaukee. And his dad had had strokes a few years ago. And then he fell and he broke two vertebrae in his back not too long ago. So he was in the hospital. And we thought the end was near, right before our school in February. So, you know, they had called up because um, his sister's up in Minnesota, his brother's in Milwaukee, his parents are in Milwaukee. Um, so they were at the hospital. And so they called up the sister on one of their phones and us on the other phone. And we all basically said goodbye. And, and he pulled through, which was amazing. Uh, and we had the school and then we had, you know, our service, our school, and then we had silver school. And well, are you going to get up to see him? I said, we can't go up and see him right now. You know, we can't. He's at home right now, you know, flying up through two huge airports, the Milwaukee airport and the Orlando airport is not safe for him. You know, you need to stay isolated, even though you really want to go see friends and family, especially at a time like this. Uh, so, you know, he was on the phone with them today, you know, and part of it is, what are you going to do? You know, I told, I told my parents, if you need to come down. So here's how some of the ways that we've prepped for it. As long as we have electricity, we'll be fine. But we have the cows, right? So we saw, we had eight cows beginning in December. We're down to three. Two of them are steers who are ready for the butcher. And one of them is um, the older mama that we had. Now her boy, who's one of the steers who's ready, um, is still milking, is still nursing from her, which means that she has milk and she's in milk, which is a good sign. Um, so we could separate and just start milking her because, you know, a thousand pound steer or bigger can drink a heck of a lot of milk. So, and she's the only one that we've had that's hand milkable. So the hand milkable one is the only one that we have left and she's in milk. So we have milk right there. Um, we also have goats. We've had, I think we just had five goats have babies. So we have goat milk if we need goat milk. We have chickens, so we're getting about a dozen eggs a day. So we can always do eggs for breakfast or eggs for brunch. Um, we have a freezer full of beef still and some pork, and there's some chicken in there too. So we have plenty of food, plenty of meat. We don't have plenty of vegetables though. So I so said we might be like steak with chicken, <laughs> steak with sausage, you know, and, and that's what we have with eggs, steak and eggs, steak and eggs and sausage. Um, but, you know, we should be good food-wise. Uh, we actually have... I think he said like 20 dozen eggs. Nobody needs 20 dozen eggs. So if anybody lives nearby and wants eggs, let me know. And I will leave some down on the other side of the fence, on the other side of the, uh, you know, coming in, if you've been here. Uh, Larissa said, Finn has cabin fever for sure. Finn's her English cream golden. He loves to work and go out. He's such a teenager. He wants space, wants his space in pots. Then he can't have enough cuddles. His training is the happiest parts of his day, and he's a year old. Yeah. So him and Django are the same age, and same age as Erebos, too. Um, you know, and it is difficult. You know, what do you do? So make sure that you do schedule off times of the day for training. Even if training is you will downstay while I sit down here and do nothing. Like, But you will hold that downstay. You are not getting up. Or maybe teach him something new. Maybe work on some some different scent work. So if he knows this scent, maybe try that scent. Uh, what we're starting, I wanted to do tug with Django, okay, because it, it does worry me a little bit, so I'm like, well, we could do some tug, some really, really, really light protection, because it wouldn't be protection, it would just be tug, um, with him and with Candy, 
except whenever he has the toy in his mouth and I grab it, he's like, it's all yours, mom. And I'm like, well, I really appreciate that because Era had such a crappy out um, that he never had a good out. He never, ever had a good out. And, and so that's one thing that with Django, I really wanted a good out. Well, he has such a good out that he needs to hold it a little bit more until I ask for it. Because right now, if I touch it, he's like, it's all yours. I love you. And I'm like, well, thank you, big guy. But here's what we're going to work on next. Um, you know, we have Ginger here that we're working. We should hear on the 31st. So what's up? A week from today? Is that a week from today? Yes, it is. Um, a week from today, we'll find out if um, Lucy's pregnant. So that's going to be exciting. Um, but yeah, so how, how can you do it? And for service dogs, for puppy owners, pet or service dog, you do have to be creative right now. You know, you are home. Make sure you do isolate, separate your dog for a bit. You know, don't be with them 24-7. Uh, even if you have a dog and not a puppy, don't be with them 24-7. Uh, how can you socialize? Again, get creative. Drive. You know, look for people as you're driving. Don't have your dog created in the in the back so he can't see things. Show your dog things. Use name and explain. Show them the world. Um, you know, go on walks. Melissa says her friend's a year old as of this month, too. See, it's a good time for dogs. Uh, excuse me. Gosh, I, I got a nap in beforehand so I wouldn't be tired, and I feel like all I'm doing is yawning. Uh, but yeah, so so you need to be creative. Uh, you need to be creative food-wise for them. Make sure that they have food and you have food. We actually have <laughs> we have two freezers in the house. We have our kitchen freezer, which we'd put a lot of the beef in. And then we had a separate um, deep freeze out in the dog room. So we're working on clearing out that freezer. So I was reorganizing the freezer in here. And we have some more beef parts. Beef parts. for Not hearts. Beef parts with the P for the dogs so that's um candy and gypsy got one before i laid down for my nap so they got one what about an hour two hours ago and they've been gnawing on that so i'm gonna go in there and see how far they've gotten but I think that's raw meaty super raw super meaty um and then there's some bone too so it should help with their teeth and then uh you know we had uh, we had some and they were eating them and i had put pictures up you know a few months ago what was it december when we picked up the food um, so, so now we found some more because we haven't really opened that freezer. We've had stuff on it, but we're going to try to get things sorted and move that into the inside, into the kitchen as much as possible, because that's not a defrost freezer. So we're going to need to unplug it and defrost it once it's empty. And we were just about to do that whenever we, um, whenever we got this, this order in. So we weren't able to, but I was also looking, cause one of the things we're going to be working on with Django in candy and gypsy is gluten alert so now that i'm going gluten free um i had had something that was supposed to be gluten free and it wasn't and uh, we asked holstein because karen and i had got the same thing and rich we had all got the same thing on the drive home from the airport um and karen only ate half of hers so she brought hers home so we asked holstein to to check it and he indicated that yeah there was gluten in there so it's something that's supposed to be made on corn tortilla chips and I think because they were packaging everything to go that it was easier to do it on a flour tortilla cut up, I think. So it it caused me stomach issues. So we need to train Django and Gypsy and Candy for gluten. What better time to do it than this? Uh, you know, it's time to go through clean off stuff, you know, clean off bookcases, clean off the desks, clean off um, everything. 
And because we're basically in quarantine here, you know, it's it's on us to do it all, <laughs> which is super fun. Uh, we had somebody who wanted to come out today to look at uh, the goats. Can we do that after this is all done? So they they said, after some arguing, they said yes. So uh, so we'll see how things go. Uh, Rich gets a little bit nervous because he had some breathing lung issues a few years ago and he couldn't sleep at night and this was about three to four months he couldn't sleep at night he had to sleep in the in the recliner because it kept him up at an angle and he couldn't sleep fully lying down he couldn't breathe fully lying down so so arrow would be with me during the daytime and then be with him all over the nighttime so it was a scary time and the doctor couldn't hear it couldn't hear it couldn't hear it and so oh, it's fine it's fine it's fine and here's here's some different inhaler stuff and they finally got it all resolved but but he's nervous about that luke and i have asthma stuff um i'm prone to pneumonia which is super fun but i did get a pneumonia vaccine before luke was born so we're talking what 18 and a half years ago 19 years ago and i don't think i've had pneumonia since then i've come close a few times but i haven't had it um melissa says pet stores are considered an essential service here um thank goodness so and just making sure to keep an extra two week supply in case of supply chain issues melissa exactly yeah we have ours set for auto ship on chewy and uh, one of the things that karen bless her she's so fantastic that karen and luke did while we were gone is they got all of ours to the vet to make sure that everyone was up to date because i was going to do that this week or next week um everyone's up to date I've got letters to fly with Candy and Django because it needs to be updated every year and theirs had expired. I have a letter to travel with Gypsy if I need to as my service dog because Allegiant needs these letters. Um, and they picked up an extra bag of food. They got flea stuff uh, for about four months supply of flea stuff because it's so dry here. We were having flea issues. So all the dogs in got flea collars and, uh, and we're not seeing any. So yay. Um, but yeah, yeah, you do. You need to stock up on stuff like that too. I mean, you can stock up on, you know, a two-week supply of macaroni and cheese, but... So I tried a new recipe today. I did gluten-free fettuccine, a pesto, okay? Um, I took little cherry tomatoes or grape tomatoes. I don't know which ones they were. Um, with avocado oil instead of olive oil. Avocado oil and some pepgar, which is our salt, pepper, garlic mixture. And then some panko breadcrumbs that were gluten-free. And I baked the tomatoes about a half hour on 350. I boiled up the noodles, the fettuccine, drained them, added the pesto, and then you top it with like maybe three of the, the tomatoes per bowl. And then Parmesan cheese. Oh my goodness, it was so good. And then for dinner, and I saw it on um, Lydia Bastianich's uh, YouTube channel I subscribe to because I'm a foodie a little bit. Uh, and then for dinner tonight, we're having steak, which we've had marinating all day. Uh, we put them in a zippy bag with, again, avocado oil and then some steakhouse grinder seasoning that we had. And then we have some vegetables. So we have um, bell pepper, green beans, the tomatoes, and zucchini uh, with uh, uh, avocado oil and some pepgar. So I'm going to toss that with some, um, some panko breadcrumbs and we're going to bake that. We're going to have the steak and that's that's dinner. And Rich loves it because we prepped everything this morning pretty much. So it was done. And he says, you know, we should really do this every day and have awesome meals. So we need to go through the pantry and write down everything that we can make 
So then we know what it is and we're not one of those sitting there saying, oh, we don't have anything. Let's order a pizza because we've got time. But he's also the one who's like, we need to go to the store. We need to go do this. We need to go do that. I'm like, you need to stay here. Like, stay. Don't go traveling. Stay. Just stay. Um, and if you go somewhere, be smart. You know, be super smart about it. So when we stopped on the way home from the uh, from the airport, we went in. We ordered takeaway. We went out to the car. You know, we washed our hands before we went out to the car. We went out to the car. We used hand sanitizer before we ate. Um, you know, we washed everything down because we don't want, you, you don't want to spread anything and you don't know who has what, especially since it's a two week incubation. It can be a little bit scary. So continue training your service dogs, continue training your pet dogs. Um, look at what you want to do education wise to continue that. Uh, we are available with our video calls and video sessions. We are available with, uh, our online course is always up and available. You can start that at any time. You can join it up at two o'clock in the morning tonight if you want to, it's fine, uh, from anywhere in the world. So you can continue to train your dog. And that's priced, the service dog one's $97 a month for a year, for 12 months, or 997. That's the price of our service dog online course. So, you know, it's super affordable, uh, no matter what, because we had to make it super affordable because people are on disability, sometimes whenever they have service dogs. Uh, what else can you do? You can listen to all of our podcasts. You can go back and look at our Instagrams. You can go back and look at our Facebooks. You know, we put a lot out there between Hope Service Dogs and Dream Dogs. And then like Candy and Django and Gypsy, it's their name. Um, Gypsy Rose, two words, or Candy or Django um, Service Dog with underscores between each word. That's how you find us. And then Dream Dogs, D-R-E-A-M-D-O-G-Z is on Instagram. It's Dream K9, letter K number nine on Facebook. Um, Hope Service Dogs, I believe, have dots in between them. And I think one of them is an ink. If it is an awesome drawing of a person in a wheelchair with a golden looking up at them beautifully, that's us. There is another Hope Service Dog faker out there. Um, that's not us. Melissa says, Dairy Free Alfredo using cauliflower cooked in vegetable broth. Once off, use an immersion blender and add butter, garlic, salt, pepper to taste. Add pasta meat to choice. That sounds fantastic. Uh, yeah. So we have, uh, you know, we have, we have stuff. Um, the hard thing is gluten-free, right? Ooh, what do you do? Well, luckily they still have, you know, they didn't have flour, but they had gluten-free flour. So I did leave one because I'm nice. Um, they had the gluten-free pasta noodles, but it was in the gluten-free section. It wasn't in the pasta section. Pasta section had like one thing left of gluten-free pasta. Um, we got gluten-free Bisquick stuff. You know, we got gluten-free pancake mix because I'm hungry for pancakes. And we got some Aunt Jemima because you need some something good when you're making it. We had some maple syrup here, but I don't know how much. So we can hope that the supply chain, everything gets replenished. But this is across the whole world, across the whole country. You know, it might take some time. So if anybody local needs beef because they're considered essential business, we can get the cow to the butcher, um, the steer to the butcher. Um, and we do have basically one and a half that are available. <laughs> we have a half a cow available. He's out there. He's saying, I'm a half a cow. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, so check us out. Work your dog. Post pictures. Send me pictures and texts. Um, but post pictures up of what you're working on. Video clips of what you're working on with your dog. Tag us in it. 
you know, I would love to see what, what it is that you're working on. I just put up a video this morning of Django doing some of the box work. It was super easy to do. Super easy video clip. I think it's 30 seconds. And then we have a couple, and I'm not sure how many of those posted, of him finding the scent. So he's finding coffee now. So the next thing is going to be, I'm going to try some gluten with them. I just needed to find it, and it was in the second freezer, so I got it out. And it's in here, in this freezer now. So I can get some, some uh, gluten out and work that, and then whenever we're done, that can go back in the freezer. It needs some, some thaw time, and then you know put it back in the freezer to freeze up. Because Rich and Luke eat gluten, uh, you know, whenever it comes to it, I could do, you know, their bread. I did get rid of most of our gluten stuff because nobody needs that. At least here, nobody needs that. They can eat gluten-free stuff just fine. Uh, do you guys have any questions for me on what to do, how to do it? Um, you Let me know. We do have a request um, to talk about um, PTSD um, service dogs and tasks for them. But this needed to be talked about this time. The Nipopo Silver School about COVID, about service dogs. Um, you know, we needed to talk about that. Uh, I couldn't talk about task stuff for service dogs. Um, Anjanette sent me a, a nice smiley face. And Kathy says, by arrowroot, if you want to make a gravy, it's a thickener. Let me write that down, Kathy. I have corn starch, but it's not the same thing. I wanted black grapes. I didn't have any black grapes. That made me sad. Super sad, Vicky. Uh, arrow root. Perfect. It's on my list. Um, but yeah, yeah, so it's it's going to be harsh times. Stay well. Don't hoard things. Like I said, I have eggs. If anyone lives nearby and needs eggs, I have eggs. Um, but try not to hoard. It makes it hard whenever people really need stuff, like toilet paper. Um, that just blows my mind how many empty aisles there are. At the store that's a little bit weird and i always thought you know we'd watch these movies or these tv shows apocalypse ones it's basically zombie movies and i'm like why don't they just go live at the grocery store for a few weeks or a couple years i mean you're at the grocery store you can live there for a while because there's all that food and now i see why that that can't happen you know because it's not something that suddenly strikes overnight you know about it going into it you hoard things you know there's all the stragglers so you know, now it makes sense to me. And like I said, sometimes it takes me a while. Uh, Kathy says, you can also toss chicken with it and it makes a good stir fry. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I got some different noodles because like I said, it wasn't showing up that the gluten-free noodles were available that I like at Walmart. And I've heard Publix don't even try that one yet. So I uh, I ordered and one of them's like this bag. It looks like sauerkraut. Which is like, oh, you got a bag of sauerkraut. He goes, wait, this isn't sauerkraut. I'm like, no, it's a different type of noodle. Um... So, yeah, so we'll be trying some stir fry stuff with those, I'm sure. But thank you, guys. Um, canning pays off, says Anjanette, right? Yeah, yeah, we need to. There's um, a produce place that Rich needs to call up tomorrow. And if we can get in, um, we can. That would be really lovely. Um, and I can can some stuff. Now, I've canned before, not a ton. But you know what? That's what the YouTube's for, too, right? Um. But, but yeah, so we have, we have options, guys. And if you don't know how to can, if you don't know what to do, if you don't know how to train, contact me. Don't contact me for canning and stuff, because that's what the YouTubes are for. Uh, Karen, hi, Karen. Hi, Victoria. Um, keep healthy and happy. Thanks for your videos. Thank you. Michelle says Walmart had no chicken 
or beef or hot dogs. Yeah, ours had, I saw meat, but a lot of it was empty. Rich said they didn't have chicken last time. Or no, Karen said, somebody said they didn't have chicken. Um, you know, I did see lunch meat. We did order lunch meat. They did have deli stuff. So, you know, it's it's a little bit weird. You got to get a little creative, you know, um, play the, the game of chopped. You know, I have three ingredients. What can I make out of this? Um, Anjanette says, I, I can ton, so if I can help, call or shoot me an email. Anjanette, I will definitely do that. Even meat. Girl, I am interested in, very much in that because that's been one of the things if our electric goes, we're going to be screwed because now we have a whole bunch of meat that is frozen. Uh, we do have a generator that we uh, Karen gave us for the last hurricane. We want to put a whole house generator in, but not only is that hella expensive, but it goes through a lot of uh, the propane. So we have not done that yet. Um, but we do have a portable one, so we can always plug one of the freezers in or both of the freezers in. You know, is it a choice between the freezer or the whole hot, the air conditioning out in the dog room? You don't know, you know. She canned over 2,000 jars one year. Oh, my gosh. Busy, busy. Yeah, I've done um, jelly. I've done pear butter. I've done, um, I don't know. I don't know what all I've done. I'd have to look up and see. I'm trying to think here. But, you know, I do like having, you know, having it in there. My my mom and grandma would can a lot. Um, peaches especially. Oh, God, canned peaches were the best. So, so yeah, here's hoping, guys. If anyone has any canning questions, now we know Anjanette's our girl. Uh, but, Anjanette, you need to do a YouTube channel to share info on how to do that. Otherwise, I will see you on here um next week we'll do another webinar um we will also um, i'm going live daily with videos some of them are long some of them are short so what do we do hard to charge your clicker was me and luke on sunday yesterday rich and i did um long leash stuff tonight we're going to do something i don't know what we're going to do maybe get out there and try some gluten stuff um and video that but i do need somebody to hold the camera because i can't hold it and do it at the same time it's hard um, and you can say, well, put it on a tripod. It's just easier to have somebody hold it and then they can read comments and I don't have to worry about staying in screen. So it works out really nicely. Apple butter's good. I like apple butter, Michelle. Yeah. So take care. Don't worry about things too much. Just be smart. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes and your nose and your mouth and your ears, especially not your ears. It's weird. Um, wash your hands, sanitize. And I told you, didn't I, that we had our, our school, our service dog school here a month ago. So we had stocked up. We had grabbed an extra thing of, uh, of toilet paper from Sam's, an extra thing of paper towels, an extra thing of Kleenex. We had stocked up. We had like six extra um, cases of bottled water. Um, we had extra soap, hand soap. We had hand sanitizer, which I never have. We had all of that. And this comes down. So I'm like, well, we were kind of set paper product-wise, which was nice. You know, I don't know how long we'll be set for. But, um, you know, it, it, it was nice that we didn't have to be the crazy people um, out there, you know, hoarding toilet paper because we already had. And I get that honestly from my grandpa. He would hoard things. Um, he had a whole closet full of toilet paper. Like, that's my end goal is a closet full of toilet paper. So Kathy says, be well, thanks. You too, Kathy. And Anjanette says, we're putting in a straw bale garden this year. So if anyone is interested, yes, I am most interested in that as well, Anjanette. Luke wants to do a garden this year. 
Um, so, girl, you need to do a YouTube channel on this stuff. Do it. It'll be fun. And you're super sweet. And if you had Goldens in there, everyone's going to love that. Okay? So, I will see you guys. I will catch you on the flip side. And later on tonight, too, we'll do another live, like I said, doing something. So, I will see you. Take care. Do well. Be easy. And don't, don't stress too much. Just be smart. Okay? It's my words of advice.